We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, it's week three of the NFL, and the Detroit Lions plays the Arizona Cardinals. On today's episode, we're going to break down the Arizona Cardinals rosters on offense and defense. Main question is, can the Detroit Lions come out with the wind? Find out on episode 127 of the Pride Podcast. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast on the Blue Wire Network, episode 127. How are my boys doing today, Pierre and Malcolm? I am your host, Tyler. Woo! Pretty good. Weather's actually kind of nice. I'm enjoying, like, this little chilly weather. Pretty good. Chilly. 80 degrees, man. <laughs> no, like, you know, like, that little breeze that we get, like, kind of like that like fall vibe? I, I know what you mean. I like it. It's, it's been nice. It's, it's weird because it's really the... Good. The first week of fall has been nicer than the last week of summer. Like, last week of summer was awful. It was brutal. Yeah. But the first week of fall, it's treated us very nicely. Not the lines, but the weather outside has treated us very nicely to almost forget about the lines, which is nice. So, we're here in this episode going to be breaking down the Arizona Cardinals for this week three matchup. And I know a lot of people listening to this episode are probably like, the short lines have zero chance on this. And you guys told me this straight up because I put on Twitter, I went as bold and saying the Lions are going to win this game book it and thank me later and i got absolutely roasted for this like bad <laughs> like bad i got like it was one of my most interacted tweets and when i get interacted tweets like usually positive and stuff like that no this was not positive one bit no, <laughs> this, it wasn't i got bash i got cl- I called a clown a lot and um short long story short i guess i'm a clown okay <laughs> we're here breaking down the arizona cardinals 
before we do that, if you guys could take the opportunity and leave us a, a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, it's always appreciated. And let's get right into this Arizona Cardinals uh, injury report, and then we'll talk about the Detroit Lions injury report. We'll start off with Malcolm. Don't want to go ahead and read off the Arizona Cardinals injury report. Yes, I can. All right. So with the Arizona Cardinals injury report, we have Thursday's report. So their report is really short. We have two players who did not participate in practice. Mason Cole has a hamstring injury. He did not participate. And Christian Kirk, um, he has a groin injury, and he also did not participate in practice. Also, Jordan Phillips, he was limited today with an ankle injury. The other guys, they were, they were full. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, they both full participants. Brian Murphy and Buda Baker, both full participants. I didn't even really want to name them because, I mean, they're full. They're going to play. They're good to go. Probably. All right. There we go. Uh, Pierre, you want to go ahead off and read off the Detroit Lions report, which I got a little sneak peek of. It's uh, a lot more positive. It is positive. Hunter Bryant, he practiced on Wednesday but didn't practice today, so it looks like he might need another week. Kenny Galladay limited both Wednesday and Thursday. C.J. Moore wasn't listed yesterday. On Wednesday, he was listed today with a calf injury, limited, so might be hard for him to play. Desmond Trufant returned to practice on Thursday with a limited. His status is kind of still up in the air. Um, Big V has been limited all week with a foot, and Nick Williams has been limited with a shoulder. And then Kenny Galladay, a lot of you guys have been like telling us, Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay. He's been limited both days, and then the reports from NFL Network are he's expected to play, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we should know more about that on Saturday. Obviously, the podcast will already be released by then, so like I said, it does really no use. But this is why you follow us on Instagram, because me and Pierre update you guys on that type of stuff. So, yes, Pierre, plug your Instagram, and I'll plug mine after. <laughs> All right, my Instagram is at Detroit Lions fan page, so you guys can follow me there. And then on Twitter is at DLFP Tweets. And if Pierre's sleeping in and I post before him, I'm at underscore Lions Nation underscore, but I don't know, we, we usually are pretty good on that stuff. So uh, stay tuned for that if you know, something changes or whatever. So that's the injury report. Let's get right into this Arizona Cardinals offense and how they match up against up this Detroit Lions defense. This sounds like it's going to be a little disgusting, but go ahead, Pierre. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kyler Murray, girl threat quarterback. This is what I have in my notes. Dangerous, explosive, needs a spy. All right. So 516 passing yards, two touchdowns, two picks, but this is where he's dangerous. 21 attempts, 158 yards, averaging 7.5 yards a carry and three touchdowns rushing. This guy, when he moves, he's so explosive. He avoids defenders real well. He's he's like small. He kind of like he's hard to tackle because he's so like tiny and quick and fast. I mean, he's gonna be dangerous, bro. Kenyon Drake, another guy that we liked him last year. Um, 4.1 yards per carry. He has a touchdown. He's backed up by Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds mainly a receiver. He has 4.39 speed, so that's something to look out for. At wide receiver. They're dangerous. They got DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Keyshawn Johnson, and uh, Andy Isabella and Trent Sherfield. Um, Hopkins, obviously, is one of the best wide receivers. Larry Fitzgerald is a first battle Hall of Famer. Andy Isabella is a speedster. Johnson's more of a possession guy. At tight end, they got Dan Arnold, Daryl Daniels, and Jordan Thomas. Dan Arnold and Dar- Daryl Daniels are mostly blockers. Jordan Thomas doesn't see the field that much. Uh, then we'll go to their O-line. Left tackle is DJ Humphrey. Six pressures allowed. One hit. Uh, Justin Pugh, great pass blocker, only one pressure allowed. He has two penalties. Their backup center, Lamont uh, Gaylord, is it, I think? He's a great pass blocker. Yeah, great pass blocker, two pressures allowed, only two penalties. Uh, Their right guard, J.R. Sweezy, that's kind of where their weakling is. Five pressures allowed, one penalty. He's not a good run blocker. Their right tackle, actually, I mean, this is a guy who, like, I think they signed, uh, like, off the street before the year started because their right tackle, I think, opted out of the year. 
I could be wrong on that. But it's uh, Calvin Beecham. He's tied in both pass and run. Uh, five pressures allowed, one one penalty. So but that's their offense. It, it's really explosive. They got like guys that could hurt you in every level except maybe tight end. But at wide receiver, they'll hurt you. At running back, at quarterback, they're pretty stacked, bro. Yeah, they are, man. This is a matchup where it's almost kind of like last week, you could say. it's You got to kind of pick your poison, and that's not good because you want to stop the passing game, then the running game could come a factor with Kenyon Drake, and he's not a joke of a running back. If you want to stop the if you want to stop the running game and focus on the running game, which the Lions have shown they can't do so far in the first two weeks, then you're dealing with guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, and that's very difficult. Um, Christian Kirk not being in there is huge, but right. DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald aren't aren't scrubs at all. So it's almost kind of pick your poison. Which you th- what do you think that you can limit the Cardinals more? I guess because you're not going to stop the Cardinals. Um, that that's not going to happen. All you could do to hope, all you could hope is you could contain them, because uh, you're not going to stop them. There's just too many weapons. This is a tough offense. They have tons of weapons, and our defense has not been playing the way that they're supposed to play. So yeah, this is going to be a tough game. I mean, the the only thing I can see the Lions possibly trying to do in this case, I mean, and I don't know how they're going to do it because they haven't shown that they can do it all year. It's stopping the run. I think if they stop the run, keep Kyler in the pocket, and force him to be a passer. I think that'll be our best weapon. You know trying to contain this this, this this offense. Yeah, it's it's going to be difficult, man. Because if you do that, which I agree, I think that might be the best scenario. But like, I feel like even if you stop the run, then you're, fo- you're focusing on the passing game. And this pass rush shown that they can't get to the quarterback this year on subpar offensive lines like the Chicago Bears. And this, I think, considers like as a subpar offensive line as well. It's not bad. It's not good. But it's average. So um, you stop the running game, let's say hypothetically, then – you're dealing with DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald, and that's never easy as well. So, right. But I, I agree with you. I think stopping the run is key. It's more important. But even if you do that, it's going to be still hard to stop this offense with Kyler Murray's arm because Kyler Murray's arm is not a joke. I know he's known for being a runner and, you know, he like, but he, he's got an arm. He's got an arm and he's, he, and, he's sure got, does. and he's got a top three receiver on his team, arguably the best receiver in the NFL right now, DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I'm looking at when I'm, when I'm saying that, because passing for Kyler Murray, he's not the greatest passer. I mean, he's doing good. He has two touchdowns, two interceptions, but he, he can make some mistakes. He could. And, and, he's and, still and, young. I, exactly. And that's the thing. I'd rather him in the pocket, making him make throws, than him getting outside the pocket, stunning plays. And that's when all hell could break loose. He could take yeah. off. He could extend plays, make a big play down the field. That they, they can't they can't allow that. They can't have him rolling around in the back and extending plays. They gotta keep him in the pocket, stop the run, and force him to become a passer and just let him let him do what he has to do. I mean, it's tough. <laughs> There's no yeah. right answer to this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I personally think Detroit should they at first they have to contain the edges, uh maybe put a spine on, but also maybe a little less man, maybe more zone. I say that because these guys, they'll, they'll, they'll kill our secondary, Hopkins and Fitzgerald. And then you got Isabella, who I believe ran a 427 or something like that. Yeah, that's as hell. Yeah, so you, you don't want to keep these guys on an island. It's just not good. Especially with, I mean, who's going to be on Hopkins? You know, like even if it's Trufant, I think it's a mismatch. Whoever's on Hopkins is a mismatch already. And Larry Fitzgerald, it's we already know he plays mostly in the South. It's going to be Daryl Roberts. That that's another mismatch working against Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> then the other guys, I mean, you got like Okuda and then Amani. Amani has trouble with the quicker guys. 
Okuda is still learning. So it's hard to play man. You maybe got to play some zone. Personally, I play more zone. I they remember uh, two years ago versus the Rams. McVeigh said they confused. That's why the Lions defense started well against them. McVeigh said they confused them, thought they played man, but they went with a lot of zone. Mm-hmm. I could see maybe Detroit doing that, but the thing is, when you play zone, you got to be able to contain the quarterback. Yeah, and, and Kyler Murray could just run. Yeah, yeah and Kyler Murray could just run. run. You got to like have a spy. You got to like put some rules in, like yeah. some defensive rules for them. And then also, we talked about the defenses they faced. They faced Washington and Niners. Those they have a really great deal on. And Kyler only was sacked five times. So that's very impressive. That that's impressive. That's more on him, I think, than his O line, but it's still impressive. Yeah, and you're like mentioning guys like Nick Bosa, Chase Young, um, De'Aaron Payne. Uh, who who else is playing? Um, uh, Javon Kinlaw. I mean, yeah, I mean, so, you go so on and on. on. I mean, yeah, Armstead. Armstead. Yeah, Eric Armstead. That's what I was thinking. Of. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like we were, we're mentioning some like very good players, and yeah, Detroit doesn't have those players. Let's be straight. Up. They only have one of them. He's always double teamed. Straight no. flowers. Yeah. No, we don't have those players. I mean, not like that, but your best guy is Trey Flowers, but he's doubled a lot. Yeah, you can't you can't compare Trey Flowers and no, Nick Bosa. You can't. You can, no, absolutely no, not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. But I, I will say this, guys: if the Cardinals had any other quarterback, you're looking at a team that would probably gave up like at least eight sacks. Probably at least possible. Yeah, they're they're O line. I mean, we talked about it. They're like they're decent. So far, yeah, they're they're not they're not amazing. The thing is that. Kyler Murray just he's able to just run. He's able to run past these guys. Yeah. And it's, it's hard for them to sack. It's hard for them to sack them because yeah. they can get there. They'll, they'll beat the tackle. They'll beat the you know the guard and they'll get there. But by the time they get in front of Kyler Murray, he's gone. Like I call him Speedy Gonzalez. Like he's just boom. Like he's there one minute, then he's gone the next. That's how it is. I'm telling you, he has a burst. It's quick and it's like Patricia said in the, in the um in the presser. It's like a kick returner kind of burst. It's not it's not common at a quarterback position because you know there's some guys who are long, some guys who are just fast. But to be quick like that, to just be yeah, you know, be there one second and gone the next, it's not right. really common. So Kyle Murray special man. He is. He's and got yeah, and, yeah, and once he puts it. And then the, the scary part is, he, I, I don't think he figured it out. I don't think he figured it out yet, like yes. all of it. Yet. But once he does, man, it's gonna be he's gonna be a, a, a very scary quarterback. He's got to stay healthy. That that's yeah. his thing. Stay healthy. And if he figures it out, man, yikes! I mean, yeah. he just he gives you Russell Wilson vibes. I mean, he's got a good arm. He could run around the pocket like Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, like this guy is a freaking beast. Yeah, exactly, exactly like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> what is that? We're going to see a lot of coins. We're going to be the dudes that's going to be losing all our coins, dog. Watch. You'll see. It's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day trying to contain. We'll, we'll see what they do. Um, do you want to get into the defense? Yeah, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll get into this Arizona Cardinals defense and how the Detroit Lions offense matches up with them. But we'll be right back, guys. Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities, whether there are corner stores our coffee spots, or our favorite shops. Local businesses have always been there for us. They remember our orders. They call us by our names, always giving back, making a difference, and going the extra mile to support us and our community. Right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make sure the choice is to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol to tap and pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters visa everywhere you want to be official partners of the nfl 
Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there's no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides you powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsor jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely results in higher, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed's going to give you the important hire you need, just like they have over the 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Valid offer through September 30th. All right, guys. We are back to break down the Arizona Cardinals defense against this Detroit Lions offense. I don't know if we mentioned this, but this Arizona Cardinals team is 2-0. and so they are a very impressive team. So, right. Pierre, the light's yours, man. Uh, who's on this Arizona Cardinals defense? All right. Uh, they're, they're, let's start with their D-line. Uh, they got Zach Allen, three pressures in the sack. Uh, hey, the wait, pause, pause, pause. You know, where, you know where Zach Allen comes from? That's your boy. No, not even that. But do you know who coached him? In I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. I remembered him, bro. I remember Mr. He Baloney. Paul Pascaloni. Oh, yeah, Boston. right. Oh, oh, shit. That was his defense line coach. Boston <laughs> College, right? Yeah, Boston College defensive line coach. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. Mr. All right, uh, their, their other starter, uh, um, no sackless Corey Peters, really good run defender. Uh, he has a sack. And then their other guy is Jordan Phillips, good pass rusher, not good against the run. We'll get into that more later. Um, he has a sack as well. Those guys are backed up by Leaky Fotu. How do you talk? Chard Lawrence out of LSU. And uh, Angelo Blackson. I don't think Blackson has played. I could be wrong, though. Their edge guys, though, their edge is kind of scary. I mean, Chandler Jones, if you go look at his stats from the past, like, decade, he's probably one of the best edge rushers in the league. He has six pressures and a sack this year. For whatever reason this year, he hasn't stopped the run that well. They also got Devon Kennard. He has five pressures. And then Hassan Reddick. They move Hassan Reddick inside. He plays inside sometimes in their nickel packages. He has three pressures and a sack. Their linebackers, Jordan Hicks and Devondre Campbell, both solid. Campbell actually shuts down tight ends. He's like their sh- tight end guy. I was watching that Reds yeah. or the football team game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he did a very good job. I'll say this, though. Um, the game I watched, the tight end starting for the football team was Logan Thomas. And Logan Thomas is not like star caliber tight end i mean we had him last year you guys know logan thomas solid tight end but like nowhere near a guy like tj hawkinson you know absolutely not uh their backup linebackers uh, those guys are backed up by tanner vallejo and just or isaiah simmons simmons has struggled he's only played 25 snaps so they're easing him in slowly a lot of guy, a lot of fans want him he's he struggled this year um their corners are actually pretty good patrick peterson he's in the league corner this year he's been a little off byron murphy I mean, he plays in the nickel when they go three, and he plays outside when they go two. And their their other guy is Drake Kirkpatrick. This guy has struggled a little. Then their safeties, they're pretty good. Buda Baker, I mean, he's, he's I think, the highest-paid safety in the league right now or something like that. He's up there. He's up there, yeah. He got paid yeah, his offseason. He, he's a good safety. 
Yeah, he, deserved it. he deserved it. Oh, absolutely. Chris Banjo, is it? Or Banjo? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, he's a solid safety. And yeah, those guys are backed up by Deontay Thompson and Chuck Washington, our guy, Chuck. Those yeah. guys both each have played two snaps. So those are defense. both your guys. Uh, Deontay Thompson was your boy, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think this is just because we play the Cardinals so often. Uh, Malcolm, this might be some difficult editing, but can we bring a flashback, please? Oh, shit. God damn it. All right, I'll do it. Deontay Thompson, too, man. That kid is special. I take him in a heartbeat, too. Okay, I want to hop onto that, though. Why? Okay, why would you drug Tracy Walker? Let me say something. Quinn is getting up to age, right? Tavon Wilson is 29. You got Diggs locked up. You got Tracy Walker locked up. Adam Thompson. And, man, you have a heck of a trio of safeties right there. Yeah, but why are you going to drop the safety in the first round? You got (laughs) Jalen <laughs> Thompson, who they uh, who they selected in the supplemental draft. To be fair, though, why you keep doing this to my boy, man? To be fair, though, I did say I did say later in the year that like never mind, I was wrong on him. Like when I watched him more. We, we gotta do this every time we play the Cardinals. I just gotta That's bring fine. it every time. I mean, you guys could tease me. It's fine. <laughs> and, That's messed up, Tyler, so you were so talking messed. about tight ends, right? Against the George Kittle had only four receptions and 44 yards on five targets. So they also got, did a good job against Kittle. He got hurt during that game. He got hurt during that game. Okay, so. But Jordan Reed didn't do much anything either. So yeah, no, he, did, he was he did targeted twice and two two receptions for 12 yards. We'll see. Um, I forgot that the Niners had Jordan Reed. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was random. Uh, we're getting off topic here. But overall, their defense is pretty good. Um. You saw something on tape. You guys wanted to say, go ahead. Oh, Against, so, uh, the run. Yeah, something I saw on tape uh, when I was watching the football team. I, I can't even get used to that. When I was watching Washington versus Arizona, something I noticed that uh, Washington attacked a lot, though, was the run game, and, and that's Jordan Phillips's gap. And Jordan Phillips is a good pass rusher. When they got him from Buffalo, as a guy I actually liked coming out of college. I thought he's a intriguing prospect. I still think he's a good player. But if it's first or second down and, you know, you got to got any of those running backs, honestly, Detroit has, I'm attacking him. Um, I'm attacking that gap right away, especially with Frank Ragnow. Um, I'm attacking that gap right away. And I think you can get some big runs. Uh, um, guys like J.D. McKissick, guys like Antonio Gibson, the rookie out of Memphis, they had some good game. They had a good game uh, against yeah. Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips has really struggled in the run game. Uh, something I would really target. On the other hand, Peters, Corey Peters has been really good in the run game, so that's right. not a gap I'm I'm not trying to target. But if it's first or second down, and he's in the field, I'm I'm attacking that. But um, Jordan Phillips is a guy you'll mainly see on third third downs, you know, just because his pass rushing skills are there. But if he is there on first second down, which he will be occasionally, you got to attack that most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and then another thing is the the way you beat this team is controlling the clock. We said that last week. They they started that game plan and then it all just went to shit. The way you beat this team is controlling the clock. You just have to run the ball at them. And, and Arizona is 15th against the run. They're allowing 120 yards a game. So they're average. Detroit is 32nd or 30th or something like that. But, yeah. So they got to run the ball um, to help their defense out and just to keep Kyler off the field. That should be the game plan going in. And then having Kenny Galladay back will help, too. The deep ball will open up more for the other guys. And the deep ball will probably be there. We'll see, though. Yeah, um, another match by like a lion. Call me crazy, but Patrick Peterson did not look good at all last game. I mean, yeah, he went up against Terry McLaurin, but it came to a point where Arizona 
you know, got rid of the shadow and they just had him play a side because Terry McLaurin literally took his lunch money every time. I mean, Terry, yeah. Terry McLaurin is a hell of a route runner. We don't have that route runner on the Detroit Lions, but right. he took his lunch money most of that game. Pat Pete does not look the same at all. I mean, they tried lining him up in the slot with McLaurin, lining him up outside with McLaurin. It wasn't working. So it came to a point where Arizona said, screw this. We're just going to – Pat Pete, stay on your side. Kirkpatrick, you play a side. And Murphy's going to stay in the nickel. It got bad at one point. Arizona won the game, obviously. But it got bad to a point where Arizona looked like they said, screw this. We're not having you shadow anymore because you can't handle Terry McLaurin. So that's something to watch out for this week. You know, will Pat it Pete is. be shadowing, you know, Kenny G or Marvin Jones? Or will he just be, you know, covering a side? That's going to be something to watch out for going into week three. Yeah, they should target Kirkpatrick a lot. And then also, if Byron Murphy, like when they, when they go two corners, if Byron Murphy is against Kenny or Marvin, yeah, I try to short. exploit that size matchup too. Yeah, I know. Ken, uh, Byron Murphy, when he plays on the outside, he, he thrives way more in the nickel than the outside. So that's right. a matchup I would, uh, I would definitely target. Another matchup I like a lot is using our speedsters. You know, we got to get the speedsters more involved in this game. Guys like Marvin Hall and Jamal Agnew. Get some like quick slants going against Byron Murphy. Get scheme him open. Even TJ Hawkinson, you know, I remember saw that one play versus the Bears where he just runs across the field in motion. Yeah. Let's get that going with Jamal Agnew and Marvin Hall this week. I think that's a good matchup, especially against, you know, when they play man coverage with Byron Murphy in the nickel. Yeah, I like that. And then another thing also, I noticed that Monster had a good game against them receiving the ball. So if Detroit could get Swift involved in the pass game, find that's the little matchup. holes in zone yeah. and just go. J.D. McKissick had a, a pretty good impact in that game as well in the passing game. So, right. uh, yeah, using, you know, receiving backfield, DeAndre Swift is better than J.D. McKissick. So let's get DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Swift more involved in this game. I think it's a good yeah. matchup as well. And he had a quiet yeah. game last week, five receptions for 60 yards. So shout out to Swift with a bounce back game. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you, Malcolm? What matchups do you like to see uh, Detroit attack this game? I really like the Swift match- matchup. Um, you you said it because um J D McKissick had a had a pretty good game and he has some bit, pretty big runs against that defense. I think this yeah. defense they have they have a lot of they have some they have some holes that I think we could definitely attack and um the key for Detroit to win this game is definitely you know taking advantage of the, those holes and being right. able to finish those drives and, and getting the points because I don't feel too confident about their defense trying to stop Arizona's offense. Yeah, you remember no. like last week I believe. Uh, Detroit and Green Bay each had two possessions in the first quarter, was it? Or something like that? I forgot. But each team had, like, limited possessions. If Detroit could limit possessions and score touchdowns on their possessions, that's how they win this game. Yeah. But they got to keep it going through all four quarters. They can't, like, just, like, second half, then, like, second half, they just come out, like, flat. They got to keep it going. Yeah. I mean, if Detroit wants to salvage their season, I mean... It's going to have to come from the offensive side of the ball. It's going to have to come from the offensive side mm-hmm. of the ball, especially in this week, because limiting the possessions of Kyler Murray and that Arizona Cardinals offense is going to be key. So as much time as Detroit could stay on the field, you have a better chance of winning this game in Arizona. And, you know, Detroit's going to have to pull all stops to win this game. Um, it's going to have to be almost a perfect game on offense to win this game, I would say. So uh, um, it's going to be interesting. But like Malcolm mentioned, there's some flaws on this Arizona Cardinals defense that the Lions can take advantage of. And... It's some stuff that they strength, you know, that they have a strength in, and something to mention that Big V is back in this game. That's big for the running game. And then another one is Kenny Galladay, which the offense the last two weeks have looked completely lost without Kenny Galladay. So getting yeah. him back is actually huge. Absolutely, that's gonna be great. I mean, even if he's not making a big impact, 
him being on the field is going to make a bigger impact for other guys on the field. Guys like Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, TJ Hawkinson, uh, DeAndre Swift, whoever. Just him being on the field, you're going to have to defenses are going to have to worry about him. So if they're worried about him, even if he's not making the hugest impact, his presence is just the impact itself. Yeah. So uh, there's some matchups I like in this. You know, this uh, th- I like some matchups here for Detroit's offense first. This Arizona Cardinals defense. And uh, we'll just see how they attack it. You know, uh, the quick passing game, I think, is going to be something that's key in this game as well. Well, how do you guys feel about, you know, Kenny G first game back? Do you think he makes a big impact and has a big game his first game back? Or do you think he's going to be eased in and may not have, like, I mean, the biggest game? You know, I, think, I, don't know. I, I think his presence there is just uh, impact enough, honestly. Just yeah. his presence, just him being on the field. Number 19 on the field. Defense have to be cautious of that. Just 19 being on the field. Yeah. So, um so, so you maybe, do believe this offense will be better? Um, it should. The play action game should open up more too. Um, it, they haven't like their play action hasn't been as effective as last year. Last year was really effective because they don't really they haven't had their deep threat Kenny G. But hopefully now, like with Kenny G there, like defense will shift towards him. Maybe leave Marvin more one on one and leave Dola and Hawk maybe more one on one. Because like you don't really have to double anyone like when Kenny G was out. Marv is good. Nothing against him, but he's not Kenny G. 100%. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Even if Kennedy doesn't have a big impact like on TV, we're watching and like maybe he's not doing much or on the statue he's not doing much. I'm telling you, just his presence there is going to open up these other guys for him. Guys right. like Marvin Jones like I mentioned. So And even 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 the run game. The exactly. red zone too. helps yeah. in the red zone too. You have another big body in the red yeah. zone. And and the play action actually comes more realistic now. So yep. I think his presence just on the field just makes an impact even if he gets zero receptions in this game just as just his impact on the field honestly well that's hoping he could play he was limited but the expectation is he will play bearing yeah. a setback so and same with big v so we'll, we'll he's see. gotta he's gotta play if i when we make our picks i'm making my picks based on kenny galladay being on the field <laughs> oh is that a hint uh, it might be a let's hint. get into that all right uh yeah let's do our our game predictions slash bold predictions cue the fox music baby let's do this yep. <laughs> All right, guys, so our record on the game predictions, me and Pierre are currently tied for number one. We are one and one on the season. We both chose the Packers to win the game, and uh, the Green Bay Packers obviously won the game. Malcolm took the Lions to win the game, and they obviously did not win the game, and you guys took the Lions to win the game, so that didn't happen. So, all right, um, so yeah, you guys lost this week, so you guys are 0-2 as well. We will post the poll again on Saturday on the Pride Podcast page. If you guys are not following, what are you doing with your life? Go follow the Pride Podcast page on Instagram, and we'll post yep. the poll on our story yep. of the Lions versus the Cardinals. And you yep. just, it's, it's as simple as just clicking who you think is going to win. It's not very complicated. It's not rocket yep. science like Matt Patricia. You don't need his degree. So. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> uh, since Malcolm was is 0-2 and he's last, you get to go first. Uh, all, all right, man. Let's, let's, let's roll with it. So... Um, Cardinals, you know, high-powered offense, you know, defense, they're in the middle of the pack. Lions, nothing has been going right so far these past two games. Like, it's been bad. Both sides, well, I don't want to say both sides, but it's been bad. It's like the Lions, they, they just don't play four quarters. They don't play four quarters at all. Like, they played either last game, you saw they played two quarters. Again, the, the Bears game, they played three quarters. So, they don't play four quarters. So, everything is against the Lions right now. On that note, I have the Lions win this game. Don't do it. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, all right, so the, um, this, um, realistically, the Cardinals, you know, they have everything to win this game. But I just believe that the Lions just have to, they have to come down with this game. And then that's the reason why I believe that the Lions will, will win this game, um, because this is like a, 
or am I calling this like a must-win game? This is a must-win game. Am I calling this a must-win game for Lions? We can't go down. We can't go down. Own three is, is not a good look. It's not a good look to start the season. So I feel like the Lions hasn't played. They haven't played their best football. And I think this is the week that they show that you know their best football on the field and actually come up with a close game. Let's go 27-24 Lions. Okay. Um, that's high scoring, but I feel like in this game it's low scoring. <laughs> So, yeah, um, it could be. See, all right, so my bull prediction is that Jeff Okuda, whatever you want to call him, Hefe, yep. Jeff Okuda, I think he bounced back and he has a really solid game. Let's say Jeff Okuda gets a, a, a pick. Would that, would that, would that be a That's bold. That's bold. Sure. Comparing what he did last week, I think that's pretty that's cool. Yeah. yeah, he bounced back, has a good game, has a pick, show people why he's number three pick, and everybody kind of calms down. All right. Um, okay. How about you, Pierre? I'm not as optimistic as Malcolm, unfortunately, just because the Lions' run defense is not good. Their pass defense is not good. They have no pass rush. I think Kyler Murray is just going to run over us and pass over. They'll do whatever they want to do on offense. That's personally what I think. However, I do think the Lions will keep up with them, but they won't be able to keep up with them at that pace. I have the score being 38-27 to Cardinals. And my bold prediction is the Lions will have five sacks. They've had two sacks. In two games, the Cardinals have only gotten a five sack, so my bold prediction is the Lions will have five sacks. You know what I would even call considered bold because how bad our pass rush has been? Five pressures is bold for the Lions at this point. <laughs> five pressures will be pretty bold too, yeah. Oh, that's and, you're, funny. and you're saying five sacks. So. Yeah, that's bold, bro. Like, no, bold. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from you. That's bold. That's bold as hell. Um, all right, so it's my turn. This is going to bite me in the ass. I know this is going to bite me in the ass, so why am I doing this? Um, I said it on Twitter. I'm not even fully confident in this, but I'm saying it. The Lions are going to pull something out of their ass this week in Arizona and win this football game. 37-34 to 34 in a very close, high-scoring football game. As Peter likes to allude to them, fireworks. This is going to be a fireworks-type game. I, I don't know. I, I feel like just something's going to be pulled out of their ass. I don't know why. I feel like the defense is still going to suck. But I just feel like this offense, man, with Kenny Galladay is going to be a big difference. This is the offense we've been all excited for all offseason, and we haven't really seen it yet. So I'm excited, man. We're going to get to see a, a, a Kenny Galladay on this offense again, and that's huge. So this is going to buy me ass. I, like I said, I'll take the 37-34 Detroit Lions. My bold prediction, I think that's bold enough that the Lions are going to win this game, but I'll come up with something. Uh, a bold prediction... DeAndre Swift, man, he's going to have a pretty big game. Um, I think he's going to have a 100-yard game, and he's going to have two touchdowns. Oh, that's pretty bold. So, that, that was my bold prediction last week. So I stole okay. it. It's happening this week. It's happening this week, though. This Let's week. Let's go. Right? I mean, yeah. this, this, this is a revenge game from last year. Um, from week one, this is revenge. So this is revenge, yeah. Let's go Lions, man. This is a good Arizona Cardinals team. Let's beat them. Let's beat them. I, I don't know what... me wrong. I hate losing, but I just what? don't see it. What 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 would this what, if they do you know pull out a win if this does happen you know the, the miracle the miracle in Arizona if this does happen what does it do to the fan base like do you think this this win will bring them back do you think like the fans will slowly reel themselves back in if we have like a a pretty solid win this week as I said I think it depends how they win this game like let's say like hypothetically like Kyler Murray goes out in the first quarter DeAndre Hopkins goes out in the first quarter I feel like we're not gonna get credit for this one no we won't get credit. but um. If this is just a nice played football game by the Detroit Lions and their offense is just firing on all cylinders, even if their defense sucks, but they're just firing on all cylinders and they could pull out a game, I think the fan base slowly buys back in. And that's considering me and Pierre as well, who are pretty much not invested at all at all with this team right now. So 
you pull a win against the Arizona Cardinals, who looked very impressive the first two weeks, I think it buys some people back in a little bit, you know, slowly but surely. You guys remember in 2018, this was kind of a similar start for the Detroit Lions. You know, they started mm-hmm. 0-2, lost to the Jets, got manhandled by the Jets, and they lost a close game to the to the 49ers, mm-hmm. and they came back, a game that was they didn't look winnable at all versus the New England Patriots on Sunday Night Football, and they pulled it out. So... I feel like we might get that type of impact, you know effect. I mean, maybe a little different because this is year three of Patricia, but I think a similar, you know, effect could happen potentially if they could pull out a game in Arizona. It's gonna be really hard, um, just yeah, because yeah. like it's a big a what if, obviously. If they play man, bro, I mean, this offense is literally designed to destroy man crossers. Like they run everything, everything that beats man, you name it, they run it. Yeah, Detroit has to mix it up this week, and they just need to um. They got to be disciplined in their gaps. They also have to tackle. They had a lot of missed tackles last week, and they need to um, pressure the quarterback some way, somehow. Yeah, I, I just don't see this defense just fixing overnight in this week. Honestly. No, I don't. No. It's hard. No, it's really either. hard. The only reason I'm giving the Lions the benefit of the doubt this week is just the I'm excited defense. to see this offense. I'm excited to see this offense. <laughs> their best yeah. defense is I mean, more I offense. Hope, I yeah. hope they prove me wrong. You know. I just I hope mean, they prove me wrong. I don't. I hate losing, bro. I really do. And yeah. if they win this game and say the game next week, then everyone's back in. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. yeah, it's it's a big what if though, a huge what if. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, we'll Detroit, see what happens this week, and then yeah, Detroit just need to make it to this bye. minimum at least one and three. If they make it two and two, man, I think we could we could do something. If they're well, if zero and four, you fire them. Zero and four at the bye. At the bye, I mean that's it's a really solid. Is a gives a good case. You can, you honestly can. I don't see why. I don't see why. You know. I, I mean, I think it honestly, it's more realistic. The lines go one four going into the bye than one and three or even two and two. Even though I'm picking them this week. Yeah, it's I mean, like, it is more realistic because I mean the, the games are not in our, in our favor right now. We got the Cardinals right. and then we got the Saints. But if they could pull out at least one of these games, and then when they come back from the bye, you have the Jaguars, you have the Falcons, Falcons, Falcons. You know, Falcons are they're just like us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be like you ever seen that that Spider Man picture where he po- he he's, yeah. he, he's pointing yeah, at each other. Pointing at each other. It's like that's Andre Drummond at the Andre that's Jordan. Be, that's gonna be the Lions <laughs> and the Falcons, bro. They're gonna be pointing at each other because they're like, oh, it's me, it's me, it's me. And they're like, oh, it's me. That, that that's gonna be that game because both teams can't figure out how to close out a game. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah somebody I mean, somebody has to win. Yeah, let's just see how this how we go into the bye before let's we go week get by into week, all yeah. that. Yeah, let's go, yeah. let's go let's go let's go week by week. Yeah, so but yeah, I I I think if you told the fan base we are going one in three with the first four games going to the season, I think most people would honestly be very, pretty satisfied. Yeah, I think I think most people kind of predicted us to go one and three. I mean, yeah. they even though it's not going the way they planned because they probably had us beating the Bears, Beat the Bears. Yep. and losing to the Packers, Cardinals, and, and Saints. But if we could just pull out one of these wins, we're positioned to finish off a solid season. Yeah, it just sucks that we dropped two division games in a row. We did. Yeah, See, and they're over but, eight against the last eight divisional games too, which kind of sucks. All right, guys, I think that's a wrap. <laughs> I think that's a wrap. We did a little ramble towards the end, but that's fine. Um, hope you guys all enjoyed this preview of the Arizona Cardinals. Hopefully, this doesn't bite me in the ass. I I, I try to be a little bold, honestly, like just to change it up, you know, in our predictions. You know, maybe like this could be the game where I can maybe take a little stride and take a little, you know, comfortable lead in our prediction. So this is my like my boldy slash ballsy pick. So I'm taking this one game. But on that note, I'm Tyler and I'm signing out. All right, guys. I hope they prove me wrong. I just don't see it personally, but I'll, I'll always root for this team. And I'm out. Peace. All right, everybody, you know, you know what to do. Make sure you hit up iTunes, hit up Apple Podcasts, and leave those reviews, you know, rate, leave the reviews, you know. And, and again, I'm out. It's your boy Malcolm. Peace.
the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in in all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you get you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.